When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. Just a quick warning, please note there are some Happy Valley spoilers in this episode. Have you caught him? He's still out there. He's still a bit angry. After almost a decade of high-stake plots, dramatic cliffhangers and intense scenes, the BBC's police drama Happy Valley has finally come to an end. Figures suggest 7.5 million watched the finale live, bringing the curtain down on a series that began all the way back in 2014. Social media has been awash with praise for the show, which appears to have achieved something a lot of major series of late haven't, given its fans a satisfactory conclusion. So, what was it about the series finale that was so good? And will it go down as one of TV's best ever? Joining me now is the Evening Standard's Lizzie Edmonds. So Lizzie, this has been a series whose storyline stretches almost a decade. It started in 2014. The finale was last night in 2023. First of all, why do you think it's held on to its audience over such a long period with such a big weight at times as well? Yeah, because this series came out seven years after the end of the second. And I think a lot of people thought maybe the wait would continue forever and it would never come back. And I think it's a classic, gritty uh, British drama. And it's got some great headline stars in Sarah Lancashire and James Norton, who pull out some amazing, amazing performance and It's just got a storyline that's kept people interested with lots of twists and turns. But I think um, one of the main things that people love about it is it's quite real and it's quite kind of down to earth. You know, there's lots of dramas and series nowadays that are quite um, fantastical, you know, whether it be zombies or lots of big action and explosions. And actually, this is quite... um, quite down to earth in many ways, setting kind of a, a normal town with normal people and obviously horrible things happen along the way but it's fairly yeah it's quite a down-to-earth quite gritty quite kind of normal normal series I think that's what people loved about um Line of Duty as well in that it was quite yeah raw and 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 normal in inverted commas I mean I'm not suggesting it's a normal storyline but uh (laughs) that you know what I mean in that it's quite yeah quite every day in some ways and since the finale last night it seems to sort of be dominating social media what are the key things people are saying about it? 
Well, again, going back to that point, I don't want to give too much away because I know quite a few people will want to to catch up. But one of the kind of final scenes and the like, kind of what it all comes down to, takes place around a kitchen table and is kind of like a a big argument that does have quite a kind of dramatic ending. But it's basically the two main protagonists having a massive an argument and kind of going back through the past three series and everything that's happened and everything that's happened between them and what they've done to each other so which again is quite you know there was no um, exploding things no kind of end of the world kind of out there outlandish unusual events it was quite kind of gentle in many ways and it was more of a character study so I think a lot of people are praising Lancashire and Norton for their performances and for kind of a satisfying end to the series as well because I know Line of Duty a lot of people are up in arms that the ending of that was just a bit ridiculous and a bit far-fetched whereas this I think people are praising how right it felt for the ending of this series that they've been you know a looking forward to for a long time and b very invested in. And you touched on the sort of final scene the climax of the series really which was just over a kitchen table as you described not potentially something people would have expected or thought would happen. It's an interesting decision for them to have gone down that route instead of something typically dramatic, as we've seen throughout the three series. Do you think that that sort of theme will, will catch on in other series where they sort of focus more on character dynamics than perhaps, you know, the glamour of explosions and really tense scenes? Quite potentially. I think it will all depend on each series, to be honest. Uh, I think there is often a temptation to overwrite things and make, you know, kind of give the people what they want and, as you say, make it hugely dramatic and um, shocking. But actually, if you look on social media and a lot of fans this morning have been kind of saying that it was dramatic, but obviously it just wasn't dramatic in the kind of all guns blazing sense it was it was right um again the two characters and the two main characters very infrequently met through the kind of twists and turns of the plot over the three series so kind of felt right that they just sat down and and really just kind of had it out um over yeah kitchen table and but we'll see won't we we'll see it is it is a cultural phenomenon this uh this this show and I'm sure it will peter down into into series and it will inspire other writers to kind of maybe tone it down a notch and actually just let the characters speak for themselves. And do you think this could go down as TV's best ending to a series? Uh, <laughs> it could well do. I think it's already being um, celebrated as one of the best endings to a kind of to a popular series and good on the writers and good on the team because there is always a sense that an ending is is a really hard thing to do wrapping up something really well is a hard thing to do and there's so many really popular series I mean I've, I've mentioned Line of Duty already but even like Game of Thrones people were livid with the ending of Game of Thrones often writers do miss the mark and it kind of leaves a bit of a sour taste that you know fans have invested all this time and energy into a series and then to be bitterly disappointed but yeah, it, it might well do, and I'm sure it will always be cited as an example of how to finish a, a series really well. Um, we've still got um, its viewing figures have come out just this morning, and I think 7.5 million um, have tuned in, and I'm sure that will grow over the next few weeks as well. I think one of the things people have also said was really good about it was that the BBC didn't just drop it all on an iPlayer at once, so people have actually kind of 
enjoyed that like more linear and in inverted commas TV experience again that you know on a Sunday night you sit down and you watch Happy Valley so I think people have really enjoyed that rather than you know just sitting on a Saturday night and watching the whole lot yeah and it'll be interesting to see whether that influences writers and, and producers going forward as well whether you know more series are released in drips and drabs because there is definitely an appetite in the market for it. Let's take a break now. In part two, we'll hear from the Evening Standard's Deputy Culture Editor, Nick Clark. The UK gives so much more interesting parts for middle-aged to older women. You know, people who have lived a bit more, whose experience shows through their performances. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Joining me now is the Evening Standard's Deputy Culture Editor, Nick Clark. So, Nick, I understand you've written a piece in the paper today about Happy Valley. First of all, do you think Sarah Lancashire delivered in the finale? There's no question. She absolutely did. It was a stunning finale. I mean, you've seen the five-star responses all over the place. I've got to agree. Sarah Lancashire, she's always been brilliant. Series one, series two... But this really added an extra dimension. There were so many storylines, so many things. You could sort of see the emotion through her eyes. And she was a flawed character. She was brilliant, lovable, but also flawed and perhaps didn't make all the right decisions. But you, you believed every single one of them. And I think she, uh, Sarah Lancashire absolutely stuck the landing with that one. But it wouldn't have been possible without Sally Wainwright's writing. The final episode, there had been so much talked about it. There had been so much anticipation, theories about who was going to kill who, who was going to kidnap who, all of these, and who was whose parent. I mean, there was a lot of talk about Neil potentially being Ryan's grandfather. And uh, I must admit, I'd missed that totally. And I'm glad because it came to absolutely nothing. But it was in the writing that that Sally Wainwright managed to produce a final episode that proved absolutely satisfying and rounded off this amazing character's story with minimal sort of a fuss, really, but no one could have been upset with that. Well, I'm sure the internet being the internet, there are people who are upset with it. But it was a really extraordinary way to end. It wasn't a Hollywood ending. There wasn't an epic battle with exploding vehicles and going over the edge of cliffs and all that. It was a two-handed scene over a kitchen table and it had everything. It had violence in the words it had pathos it had it had all sorts and I certainly ended thinking this is the perfect way to say goodbye and in Sarah Lancashire you had the perfect person to deliver it 
And you mentioned the internet there. It seems to have exploded with reaction to the finale last night. What have you made of what people have said, really, about the, the finale and the series on the whole? Well, it's been Britain's water cooler TV show, without a doubt. And I've just seen the numbers that it is the biggest show of the year. I mean, it's, it's, it, everyone was watching it. What have I made of the response? I mean, I, I'm, I go along with the response that absolutely loved it. I was there with the five-star reviews. I was there with the people absolutely adoring on all the characters. There were a few people saying, you know, there were always going to be questions raised about certain things. I think the biggest issue for some people was the side plots that a few of those were sort of thrown away in inverted commas for, you know, the Faisal, what's going to happen to him, the PE teacher, Rob. And um, actually, do you know what? They were sort of explained away. They were Their, their fate is clearly sealed. Uh, amazingly, got both of those two very unpleasant blokes <laughs> clearly heading to jail because you wondered if they were both going to be found out for the same murder, but it was actually for different things. But actually, it's not about them. Those B stories were never as interesting as... Sarah Lancashire's main plot, Sarah Lancashire, you know, uh, James Norton. We were waiting for that showdown. But also, more than that, it was about her story and her family story. It was about her relationship with her sister. I mean, that, again, is some of the most stunning writing. So British, in a way. There was no Hollywood emoting to it. It was, they basically made up over a cup of tea, (laughs) classic, and everything was said without it being said. So, I was with the fans of of saying this is great British TV done brilliantly, written and acted superbly. And I, for one, didn't mind any of the side issues that people had on the Internet. And there's been a lot of talk on social media about how good it is to see a middle aged woman protagonist who was so impactful as well. Do you think her performance is what most people will actually take away from the series? I think that's what many people will take away and absolutely justifiably. I mean, the one thing you've got to say is that Sarah Lancashire is a brilliant, brilliant actress. There's no two ways about it. She is superb. There was never any doubt. Anyone who's watched the other series and anything else she's been in, she is superb. And it just shows that actors and actresses as good as her need to be given the platform. People will watch it. It doesn't matter who you are. But if people haven't been given that platform, then they absolutely, there should be a whole spate of similar programs with... I mean, it was interesting. I uh, interviewed Martha Plimpton of The Goonies fame, who is over here in a play at the moment. And she is basically sort of moved to the UK. And part of the reason she said was that the UK gives so much more interesting um, parts for middle-aged to older women. You know, people who have lived a bit more, whose experience shows through their performances. So maybe we're not quite as bad as we think we are, or certainly compared to possibly other places. But yeah, I think this really should open the door for a whole spate of, of strong middle-aged women, of grandmothers leading shows. These actors have proved they can do it, and people have proved that they watch it as well. There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.